Welcome to Return to Oz, where the movie that breaks down the 1985 Disney movie one minute of screen time at a time. I'm Tierney Steele. And I'm Mike Carlucci. And back again to finish the week, marching in, <laughs> we've got Pete Mummert from Indiana Jones Minute. Hey, I'm all shinied up too, just like TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know this is a movie literally about magic, but how did he get so shiny so fast? <laughs> Um, I was just going to say he got the C-3PO treatment (laughs) Yes, yes, that is definitely one of my notes Um, This is minute 97 which starts with everyone entering the palace And it ends with several people shouting Be the Queen of Oz (laughs) So, uh, we got Yeah, so this is the parade minute Um, It's fabulous Our, Our music is still going we get to see everyone. Everyone looks spiffied up. Uh-huh. Uh, the Tin Man has been shined, but that is nothing compared to TikTok. <laughs> I mean, he's like a different yeah. color. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He got this, the chrome work. <laughs> this reminds me so much of a... Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. This might get a little dark too, but this is so much like a Roman triumph. Oh my God, I have that note too. <laughs> It's like they're leading in the the captive, you know. They're leading in Mombi in a cage, just like the Romans, the Roman emperor. Yep. Would. And she's got the, the the guy next to her, kind of flagellating himself. And then you've got, you know, a wheeler behind, also like another sort of so, conquered enemy. And it's kind of like the slave whispering in the emperor's ear that he's still immortal. Oh my god! No, there are multiple wheelers in this room. I did not realize it till I was rewatching it a minute at a time. <laughs> the wheeler like lined up like lining yeah. the pathway yeah to it which is yeah. insane yeah that really surprised me like I, that made me wonder are they actually not bad guys they're just kind of a little mischievous and they kind of like that fun or do they get transformed into something else or are they still bad guys because they're definitely still wheelers like they still have the same mm-hmm. physiology and i can't imagine if, if anything they're like trickster gods because i can't imagine that they were just like Really good guys who everyone got along with until Mombi showed up. Like <laughs> that seems weird. <laughs> I, oh man. Um. Well, when everyone else is turned to stone and Mombi's the last person there, uh-huh. and she's a witch who we don't see her do any magic besides change heads, but presumably Mombi is a is a threat, and she just yeah. takes over the wheelers. Hmm. That's true, because they're kind of scared of her, so... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe they've just been in, in bondage this whole time. Huh. But not really, because they were working <laughs> for her. Well, they're, forced, they're forced to serve her. And as soon as the Gnome King imprisons Mombi, they peace out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. I, you know, how, how long did it take them to get back? Have they just been hanging out like, oh, my God, guys. <laughs> um, or, yeah, I, or did I, they just show up? <laughs> they probably didn't have to, you know, go at grueling pace the entire way down the tunnel this time. Uh, you know, they stopped. They got some water. They hit up the Oz newsstand. I'm, I'm sure they caught up on current events. <laughs> Dorothy <laughs> takes down Gnome King, and they're like, okay. Because they We're see be... people coming back to life. So did they, like, go into the woods, regroup, and then come out and be like, 
don't know what you guys are talking about. It's so good to see you again. No, we hey. were totally turned to stone too. Yeah. I'm a wonderful person. <laughs> that would be great if they all pretended they'd been turned to stone and had no memory of um, I am thrilled because no one is whispering thou art mortal into her ears. <laughs> Finally, the respect Belina deserves. <laughs> How many people? I mean, it's. I think it's only the one person actually carrying the pillow, but she has a whole guard yeah. around her, and it's great. And he's got like that uh, that British barristers or judges wig on too. <laughs> like, is are they are they about to put uh, Mombi on trial? I mean, as far as I can tell, someone is definitely about to be put to death. Like, yeah. look at, look yeah. at this place. Yeah, <laughs> I love that it's just the straight up wig. Uh-huh. Like, no attempt has been made. <laughs> Otherwise, she's got the key around her neck. But it's just like, she's having fun. She's just like, this is great. Yeah. As we said, TikTok has gotten the C-3PO treatment. <laughs> His oil bath felt good, hopefully. Um, And then... I can't handle it because this is so me as a kid. Jack yelling hi to people. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, let's face it, that's a little bit me now, but definitely me as a kid. Oh my God. (laughs) Hi. Yeah, I like that. It's so cute. (laughs) Who's the guy with the beard and the little whip? It's just there to confuse me. Um, no, is he the same one who is helping make sure Faruza Balk stays on the lion? Yes, I think he, he is. I think his sole purpose is to help make sure that she does not fall. <laughs> because I had a note to try and track down who that was, but I couldn't get a satisfactory answer. But uh-huh. I, I can imagine you put a 10-year-old on that and you're filming this yeah and yeah um it's more obvious actually next week but we mentioned this is a room with a lot of mirrors uh-huh. which we see more of this minute and it's also very brightly lit and it's a movie set people were passing out left and right from the oh, heat yeah. in this room oh yeah i can see that so <laughs> i think this guy's sole purpose now i don't know why he has a little whip that he's using on himself. Yeah, it's like a religious but, order. But as an actor, <laughs> you know Walter Murch took him aside and said, here's your job. Yeah. <laughs> Keep the kid on the lion. Well, on the person in a lion's. Yeah, in well, a very yeah, warm. Like yeah, that's, that's a good point. <laughs> it's, it's probably not easy to, to even stay on... Yeah. On top of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, this is for how adorable this all is and how, like, light and happy it all is. This must have been miserable to film yeah. on, like, every yeah. level. <laughs> and you kind of get that feeling when, like, they're kind of throwing up confetti, but it's a very half hearted, like, yay. <laughs> yay. Did you see? <laughs> The guy in black behind them who, like, throws up a piece of confetti, it falls right at his feet, so he picks it up and throws it again. (laughs) (laughs) And he just kind of, like, stares at it from it. Yeah, we we see the mirrored ceiling. I think it's... No, it must be before this. 
because it's before they're at the throne. But yeah, there's uh, and I shouldn't be saying there's a little guy. I'm sure there's a term. I don't know if he's actually. Oh yeah, it's like second twelve when he bends down and picks up the what the confetti. Yeah, he just throws it again. (laughs) It's so great. He clearly like thought that was going to do more than it did. I mean. He recovers well. And he's got this crazy plume on his hat, which is great. Yeah. But yeah, I do love, like, it is mostly green and red are the colors. There's a lot of white, you know, a lot more people have, like, brown hair and stuff. And, uh, you know, the scarecrow has this blue jacket. Mm. But the dominant colors are are so dominant. Wow. They're going to take back my English minor. Um, (laughs) But even, even with these big crowd scenes... You're not getting a lot. It, it, there's a little bit of purple, a little bit of thing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Sorry. Now I'm distracted by the guy behind the guy in black, <laughs> who has like the the dreads hanging down. Like the fake beard. Yeah. He is just dancing away. He is having his own personal like jam band concert. <laughs> oh, uh, next to Santa Claus. Yeah. Right around the twenties. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I thought you were talking about the Santa Claus guy. Okay. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No, this is a different. Wait, where's Santa Claus? Oh, so around like second, second one, second oh, zero okay. to one, there's a guy right behind the scarecrow. Uh-huh. He's dressed in red and he has a big beard, big white beard and hair. Yeah, you see him again in second 12, mm. and it's a very obvious that he's wearing a disguise. He looks like the guys in. Uh, yeah. The dinner scene at Pancot Palace in Temple of Doom. Oh, like he, yeah. He looks like he's a maybe some kind of spy. <laughs> I totally missed Santa, but you're right. <laughs> Second 12, he's there. I was too busy being amused by the whip. Yeah, he ducks out because he realizes we're penetrating his disguise. <laughs> we see Belina enjoying her best life. And then the Grateful Dead concert begins. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't notice this guy before, but I love him. The dancing guy. <laughs> This is just so enjoyable. I'm sorry. I know some people are kind of against the podcast and when you're like, I'm looking at second whatever, but <laughs> it's a huge crowd scene and everyone is just having so much fun. And it's very clear that none of these extras were given much direction of what to do. <laughs> so everyone just kind of went with what seemed like a good idea to them. <laughs> I do like the uh, the guys carrying Mombi's cage. Uh-huh. Although I am worried that again she is about to meet a horrible yeah. fate. But yeah, those guys are got, all business. Their their OZ is really cool. <laughs> the little emblem, and then I love their green ascots or whatever <laughs> is going on on their shirts. <laughs> it, it, actually, it's not an ascot because it looks like that's part of the shirt. It's just an elaborate built-in scarf. I don't know. <laughs> it's. Well, if you look uh, like at second thirty-two, just just after, the sleeves are pretty puffy. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe they were pirates. Yeah, it's like the Jerry Seinfeld pirate shirt. <laughs> yes, <Yeah. laughs> yes, that's what it looks like. I wonder if these guys too are like the uh, the British guards that aren't allowed to smile. Like these guys are super serious. I don't know. I mean, they are looking around though. Yeah, they're kind of like Secret Service. Yeah, I I like that better. Well, do you think they're worried that they're carrying a witch who's locked in a magic cage that was created by an even worse bad guy? Like, they don't know how this technology works as far as I can tell. That's true. 
or are they just they're tasked with getting her safely to yeah. the execution place oh and that's interesting because the gnome king's mountain collapsed the ornament room collapsed and his other magics on the city were all reversed but Mombi's cage stayed intact <laughs> yeah that's those, interesting yeah those ruby slippers man are smart well it did transport everyone from the palace to oz as they were because it transported tiktok as a metal yeah yeah so i guess it's just that's the okay yeah that's how that she was her left. state so yeah. maybe she was holding on to the bars and so it was part i don't know <laughs> She's like, oh, the one piece of something that the Gnome King had dominion over. <laughs> the buttresses fell down. Why can't my bars? <laughs> she starts singing Nobody Knows. <laughs> but in the super low voice, like Daphne in Spaceballs. <laughs> um yeah, all right, so I can skip my notes about the Roman Triumph, because, <laughs> yeah. Does does um, Dorothy have a sadistic streak? Like, she's, I, she, like, just the the juxtaposition of Mombi in the cage, and Dorothy's just grinning from ear to ear. Like, I, I mean, you could take it also, she's having a parade in her honor, so she would be grinning mm-hmm. from ear to ear, but it's it's an interesting comparison of the two. I also love that she's riding the lion. Uh-huh. That's not a thing. <laughs> that is done from the movies like you don't you don't need him walking talking singing a song uh-huh. but to actually put her on him and have her ride him into the palace <laughs> it's just not sitting well with me <laughs> um yeah i didn't think of that that she's just grinning away ear to ear it's adorable <laughs> But yeah, we don't really know what's going to happen. And then when they get to the throne, the Gump and Belina call for Dorothy to be the Queen of Oz, even though, dude, the Scarecrow is standing right there. (laughs) And he is dancing like one of my heroes, Red Fox. I love his little, he's doing this crazy dance. Like, again, he's in a different movie than everybody else. (laughs) Just kind of moving to the beat of his own drum and his own... (laughs) picked up on that this shot is incredible too where they go they go from the mirror down and they pan down to the actual scene yeah it's beautifully filmed i I was so distracted by the impressiveness of the mirrors i totally missed first of all i oh my god where do we even start yeah what is the scarecrow doing (laughs) i mean yeah red fox is as good i guess as any um Dreadlocks guy has made it to the front. He's now standing next to some guys in sail- super exaggerated sailor suits. <laughs> and then uh, at second 53, I believe, when they're done bouncing their flowers up and down. Yeah, 54, 53, 54. We get to see what might be my new favorite hat of all time. Is <laughs> a blue top hat. Yeah. Like stovepipe top hat with two white zigzag lines and um are those crenolins battlements yeah, at the yeah, top <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is amazing yeah that's a, what a look <laughs> <laughs> but yeah this is definitely that same palace room 
Nice. Yeah, Just I picked up on that, but you're right. I think. With a green carpet mm-hmm. laid down. Uh-huh. And I like that the gump is mounted on a column, it looks like. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Like yeah. They, they didn't throw him on another piece of furniture <laughs> to be a body. <laughs> they respected his wishes. <laughs> they gave him a good place to, to view. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's got the perfect vantage point. There's a really weird... When you look at him in the background, there's a really weird, I don't know, a person with a fake face, like with a big pink frilly thing around the face. Oh! Oh! <laughs> it's like a dragon. It's like a count, chalk, count, chalk, count, the count from Sesame Street of the Muppets. Oh! But it's this weird, oh. like it's not a person. It's a, I don't it know what that is. It makes me think of a mind, but not in the good way. <laughs> That's really weird. I hadn't noticed them before. No. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's... I'm trying to think. It's hard to make out anyone else, especially now that I can't stop looking at that. <laughs> I'm just going to call it a Sean German cameo. And oh, my gosh. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. We've got some more purple. So, yeah, we've got some more colors mm-hmm. going on this minute. Um. I don't know when Belina started talking like that. Be the queen of us. But yeah, I I found that really weird that they're like, Dorothy, be the queen of Oz. And I'm like, isn't the scarecrow the king? Yeah, and it's funny like, that it's not... And they're just standing next to the throne chairs, it looks like. Yeah, and it's funny that it's the outsiders who are making the first call for her to be the queen of oz i think it's not actually the people of oz who start this off yeah i mean i would listen to everything belina said but they don't know her yeah it's almost like a palace coup going on (laughs) from the palace uh coop (laughs) nice yeah So, so again, it brings up this weird thing about the gump. Mm-hmm. So we're we're led to believe from from the description he's minding his own business and he hears a loud a loud noise and then you know nothing until he wakes up. It's so it seems like he's a moose who gets shot, which you think of him more as as an animal, right? Mm-hmm. Not as someone who's aware of the the politics. Like oh, now he's voting. You know, suggesting a new queen. <laughs> like, what what level of sentience did the Gump have? Was he just an animal? Like, could he always talk and think in the way that he ha- has been since the powder of oh, life yeah. was used? Like, it's it's strange because you you don't put it together. You think, oh yeah, he know he was well, he he was he was shot. So <laughs> uh, it wasn't hunting; it was murder. The gump was, the gump would have been murdered if he's a sentient. Yeah, yeah, if he's like a subject who's who recognizes who the king and queen are. Oh boy! Then then the gump was murdered. And one of my favorite theories is that all animals in Oz can talk. It's just whether or not they choose to, which is one of my favorite things for why can Belina talk but Toto didn't? And it's like, oh no, Toto could have talked. He just didn't want to. So that would imply that, yeah, the gump could have talked and walked and be murdered. Huh. <laughs> Don't tase me, bro. Yeah. Oh, my God. 
So that means the the murderer could be somewhere in this crowd. Maybe it's that Sean German mime <laughs> character back there. Oh man, he's not doing a very good job of blending. <laughs> and I and I have a note uh, about about dreadlocks guy that I, I thought he looked like Groppler Zorn, which uh, anyone saw Encounter at Farpoint, the first episode of Star Trek The Next Generation. Oh, yeah. There's a dreadlocked man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy, yeah. So this is, this is, this is, this is for, the, for the, the handful of people who remember Groppler Zorn, who never appears again. <laughs> boy, that's a good call. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, yeah, so you can see him at like second. He's standing next to Santa at the beginning of the minute, and uh-huh. uh, next to the man with uh, Tierney's man with the rook hat uh, <laughs> towards towards the end. <laughs> yeah. The uh, the script does call for uh, a Munchkin contingent, which I, I guess we do them. we do see. So that's kind of a tie to. Uh, to the uh, the original movie because they played a very important important uh-huh. role. Uh huh. Yeah. So did they all move because Munchkin City was gone? Yeah. Or Munchkin Land. I'm sorry. That's where they welcomed her to. Land, um, the city. It was completely grown over. So do we think that that city had been abandoned and the remaining Munchkins had moved to the Emerald City? This is a Roanoke colony situation. Hmm. And that that way the forest overtook Munchkin land <laughs> over the years until there was no trace of it left except uh-huh. the yellow brick road. Huh. Or they were forced to flee when the when Oz was taken. Uh-huh. And then unbeknownst to them, Dorothy summoned them back to Oz. Oh. <laughs> all all people from Oz That's would be true. returned there, right? Yeah. That's true. Yeah. The Munchkins had a whole new world set up. Now, like, oh, really? Just Wait when I thought second. I was out. <laughs> oh, man. I like that we take every happy thing in this movie and make it For a movie that was already known for, like, oh, it's like The Wizard of Oz, but super dark. We just keep digging that hole deeper. But not in the way that people remember it being creepy. That's yeah. what makes it fun. No. Yeah. There are whalers <laughs> here just living their best lives in the crowd. Yeah. They're they're <laughs> not being scary, they're not giving anyone nightmares, they're just wheeling about with everyone else. <laughs> yeah. They're dressed for the occasion. They have their mm-hmm. their finery. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh goodness. Um <laughs> Well, if no one else has notes specifically on this minute, I did want to open it up. Uh, it's Friday, which is everyone's favorite time to talk about whatever the heck they feel like talking about about this movie. Not just these five minutes. Although, you know, not to toot my own horn of the scheduling, but you did say these few minutes were some of your favorites. So. Yeah, this is my definitely my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> so I, I'm talked out. <laughs> Excellent. Well... Not excellent that you're talked out, but <laughs> I just, I, I know sometimes people really want to dig into Kansas or, you know, don't remember something else. So uh-huh. if you had any burning questions, we wanted to make sure you had a chance to 
to express them. <laughs> no, my main question was, do people in both exist in both worlds? And I, I, I feel like I got a little mm. more clarity on that. Yeah, I don't think it's a back and forth because I never got the impression that like Mombi could dress a wound uh-huh. like a nurse uh-huh. or anything like that. Um, and that nurse, I, the nurse isn't back in Kansas thinking about all of her other heads. Yeah, I don't think so. Now, the last time we left the nurse, we had a bit of a disagreement because I think she is just a nice, misunderstood person who unfortunately doesn't make a great first impression with children. And she was just trying to save Dorothy's life from the crazy barefoot girl who let her out into the middle of a thunderstorm and then fell in a river. I mean, come on. (laughs) Nurse Wilson is obviously just a kindly soul trying to protect the children in her charge. (laughs) I like that. Yeah. Mike does not agree. (laughs) Well, I I have another, I have another theory that, that could help out, uh, Pete's transfer, transfer Uh theory here. Uh So what if it's, what if it's like the rebooted Star Trek? Uh Dorothy is transported to Oz. Nurse Wilson is transported to Oz. We know that the timing is weird because of the tree growth and the the decay in different areas. Uh What if Nurse Wilson arrives decades before Dorothy and becomes the witch Mombi? In a similar way to Dorothy arriving in Oz, finds powers with the ruby slippers. You know, she shows up, finds... Uh, supposedly, she she gets the powder of life from a magician. Uh-huh. Maybe she just, like, robs the guy, <laughs> takes everything he's got, <laughs> becomes, you know, power-possessed. So she might have been a good person, but yeah, then she's, she's definitely evil in Oz. But in a way, she's a victim, if that's the case. Yeah. She was brought She's here against her will. Just trying to survive. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I like that time dilation thing. It gives it a very Narnia kind of feel. <laughs> this this Oz does actually feel a lot like Narnia to me. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely is in the same fantasy wheelhouse. Uh huh. Much more so than a 1930s musical. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. So. Nice. Well, I'm glad that. You got to work in two Star Trek references. <laughs> it's been a while, Mike. I, I'm I'm very glad. Do you feel better? <laughs> like... yeah, yeah, I got something from the Kelvin timeline, something from Next Generation. <laughs> meeting our quota. <laughs> well, Dreadlock Sky is having a much happier time than Grappler Zorn, so I'm going to go with that. <laughs> yeah. She's definitely the better dancer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. All right. Well, then, we will transfer from talking about Return to Oz to talking about where one can go to find the Indiana Jones Minute and become obsessed with it like I am. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, you can find us exactly the same place you find this, whatever your podcast catcher you use just type in indiana jones minute or you can find us at indiana jones minute.com and since i was making fun of my buddy sean german you can check out his amazing podcast at five minutes of mime which i think is wonderful yeah and he's also going to be starting up uh 
is he calling it Groundhog Day Minute? <laughs> I'm not sure yet? what it's called yet. Yeah. But it's and a movies by minute of Groundhog yeah. Day. <laughs> yes. And then he and I and Christopher Dennis DeGuardia, who's kind of a regular around the movies by minutes community, are all three going to be doing a uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation Days, where that's instead funny. of doing the movie minute by minute, we're going to be doing it day by day. Good song. And that's, that's coming out over the holidays. Yeah. Yeah. That's... I haven't watched that movie in a really long time, but it's actually my aunt's favorite. Oh, wow. So anytime I mention it, she just like starts giggling and like will say cat <laughs> and just laugh hysterically. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know what that means, but you seem very happy. <laughs> so I may, may have to indulge this Christmas season. Um, so yeah, that'll be great. If you're looking for more of us, you can find us on social media by searching at Oz Minute. Or you can go to our website, which has links to everything, and that is returntoozminute.com. Or weogtiogpiog.com. <laughs> I'll let you say it this time. Um, and since we're so good at saying it, we're going to say it again. Weog. Tiog. Piog. Piog. Jones. <laughs>